Hi, it's me, Anna, also called the time expert. When was the last time you had to make a courageous move or take a courageous decision? Isn't it the perfect time right now to be more courageous? This episode is different from the others. For once, I would like to share a talk with you I had with Dori Masumi, the founder of the platform TakeTheCourage.com. She invited me to this talk and thanks to Dori's interesting questions, we had a wide range open conversation. We talk about how this pandemic influences time. We talk about owning your own time and of course what it means to be courageous and we dive into many other interesting topics. Please excuse the audio quality when Dory talks. This is because I hit the wrong button when recording her, but it shall not influence the content we talk about. And the good news is also, this conversation has been filmed. If you want to watch the video, go to my YouTube channel and you will find it there. And now, enjoy. Hello and welcome to today's Courage Talk on TakeTheCourage.com. My name is Zuri Masumi. I'm the founder of this platform. My vision is to bring more courage into work, into the world of work. Why? Simply because courage is key to progress and moving forward. And today's talk is around time and courage. If you want to know more about time, if you want to talk about time, then there's only one person you need to get to know, and that's Anna Yellen. <laughs> Anna is today my guest for this talk. We're going to talk around uh, time and courage. And I'm so happy to have Anna with me today. Well, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to be here, Dory. Thank you very much. Thank you, Anna. Anna is the time expert that I would rather say she is the queen of time. <laughs> How about that title, Anna? That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> She's an inspirational leader. She gives coach. Uh, yeah, she gives workshops and speeches. She coaches people and she has got a wonderful podcast every week, a fresh inspiration. It's beautiful. We're going to talk about later on. Anna, do you want to introduce yourself with your own words? Uh, Dory, I think you did it very well. I think, I think um, uh, all I do is, uh, is just everything is around the topic time. Whatever I do, if I do a speech, if I do workshop or uh, my podcast, it's always out of the perspective um, from time. And I've been fascinated by this topic since I'm born. And um, there is not a lot more to say than I, I, I never know actually how I have to introduce myself. And I'm always happy if someone else does it. <laughs> Okay, cool. Let's talk and then uh, we are going to get to know you better. Yes. Anna, we started talking uh, about time and courage a while ago. And then we said that we are going to get, you know, further on that and continue talking. And it never happened. But it's today the time. So let's talk about time and courage. Is that a good day, Anna, for you? It's, it's a perfect day to talk about courage and time. It, it couldn't be better. So you see, it's the perfect time right now. Cool. Okay. But let's start uh, talking about time first. How have you been experiencing actually this corona crisis in terms of time? Do we experience time differently in such times? How has it been for you? Well, yeah, considering time, it has been a very interesting time and it still is. And um, I, I see it as there was the time before the Corona crisis where everyone was saying I don't have enough time. And, um, and, uh, and also before the Corona crisis, we can say that we were living in a time crisis and the time crisis uh, came up because of the acceleration of social change, the acceleration of rhythm of life, uh, the fast change with technology and suddenly the explosion of possi 
possibilities where everything was possible uh, with technology and all those components were leading us into a time crisis. Now, the feeling of not having enough time also has to do, I think, with the high expectations of everything we want to achieve in just one day. There are so many things we, because of the explosion of, of possibilities and because also we see what everything is possible and we hear millions of people say, do this and do that and do that. And we try to implement this in our daily lives and sometimes it's just too much so just take the example of um, you think okay when I take the train to work I would like to read my book and when I'm at work I want to do a good job and at lunchtime I could go out and eat dinner uh, lunch with a friend and after work I have my one hour of sports and in the evening there is the family and all that stuff I mean just this which would be very doable, I think it's a, it's a huge, it could be a huge stress. And then Corona came and all of this wasn't possible anymore. It was just you and you had to stay at home. And uh, everything was taken, like during the lockdown, things changed incredibly. And uh, just a few weeks ago, I had a lady on the phone telling me that she loved the feeling of having time. And for the first time since a long time, she felt that now I have time. And uh, she was really scared to return to the rat race. And that's the time which is coming now, which is going to be very interesting. And in the lockdown, we felt to have more time because we had more time. Um, Everything happened at home, so we didn't have to move. Um, these hours on the road, they just fell away. And uh, you had to say no to everything. And that's exactly one of those tools. We always say, if you want to have more time, you have to learn to say no. And this happened just from one day to another. And I really, I hope there will be a different spending time after Corona. So uh, where you dare to say no, where you keep on trying to think, what did I like about this? And why did I feel that I had more time? And how can I continue doing this? I, I dearly hope that, yeah. Um, yeah, okay, Let, let's see. We, we don't know it, we all don't know. But I also hope that we all of us have learned something from this yeah. time and we're gonna do things differently a lot of talks is going on that things are different but will we really be different um yeah. so but i think every and each of us can contribute to that that the whole thing is going to be different otherwise if every one of us continues the same way nothing is going to be different exactly. in terms of time in terms of courage and in terms of everything we're doing exactly exactly yeah so then let's relate time and courage to each other. Um, being courageous and acting courageously, does that need the right time? Can we do that all the time? Well, it's a, it's a lovely question and I thought about it. And I think to be courageous has to do with personal development. I think that's something we can develop. And the time is always right to start with personal development or to start um, an adventure. I think there, you shouldn't wait for something to arrive because you don't know when it's going to arrive. So um, it's in your hands. And I rather believe that you would regret not starting to work on courage or on personal development than not doing it. Because that's that's something which uh, we have seen in studies, uh, the regrets. Even if you say, okay, I'm gonna do that. And uh, then you're into something. And even if you fail, you will regret it less than if you haven't started it at all. So the time is, is always right. And especially when the question comes up, is the time right? And I think, yes, it is. Okay. Um, and I, I, I love it the way you connect uh, the, the right time or the time is now with, um, with personal development. 
uh, I think this is a totally another perspective, yeah? Because otherwise we put ourselves kind of under pressure to say, you know, when is the right time? But if you connect it with something which is good for you exactly. and you grow into it, then it might be that um, it might work for a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cool. Anna, yourself, you have been growing, growing courageously as a time expert in the last years, and I have been watching you. <laughs> what is the key to your growth and success? Ah, well, thank you for the flowers. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't see myself as very successful as um, I always um, I see I have a different view because some external people and the ones who are, have seen me they, they truly believe that I'm uh, successful and I don't and maybe that is a factor I don't do anything to be successful in the first place uh, my work um, or let's say like this whatever I do I don't do it to be successful, but that would be the result. Success will be the result from what I'm giving into it. That's that's a little bit how I see success. And it shall be the answer to all the work I put in. And if you have this deep inner urge to share your work with others and you create and you create and you never stop creating, then, then I believe that you will be paid for it. And um, I know today that it needs a lot of work. And uh, I think you can only do this amount of work if you love doing it. Otherwise, I couldn't do it. And um, also, if it's a deep value coming from inside, you know why you're doing it. And another success factor is for sure the one I re repeat over and over again. I, I say it over again. It's it's focus. It's um, I say no to so many things. You can't believe it. So that I can focus on the thing I have chosen to do. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's a big factor because that changed when I started to focus really on time. I did others before. I had more topics and it didn't work. And that's when I th thought, okay, I have nothing to lose. Let's try to focus on one thing. And that's when I said, okay, it's going to be my heart topic and that's going to be time. And another thing is, I think, is to keep on going. Just always, even if you fail and you get up again and you try a new idea. And I mean, Dory, you can't imagine how many times I have failed. But the thing is, I never saw it as a failure. It was just, ah, okay, this idea didn't work. Okay, so let's try the next one. <laughs> and uh, you just keep on going. And um, yeah, and that suddenly, suddenly you see something is working better than the other things. And then you think, okay, let's keep on this and you keep on going. Wow. So it's um, it's passion and focus in this case, yeah? Something you believe in, which drives you, and you focus on the result. You don't care about the success. And the exactly. success comes automatically. Yeah, and I think uh, we're going to go into it a bit later on um, in an another question, because the process I am experiencing every single week, because I'm going to come out with every single week with a new idea, that, that can be, I mean, sometimes I think, why? Why am I doing it? And then, you know, and then when I have this, you know, I say, oh, let it go, let it go. And then I go outside, I make a fire and I think we're never going to publish. We're never going to publish anymore. And then um, the next morning I wake up and the only thing I want to do is write. And uh, and that's the podcast This comes out of writing. And uh, it really is a deep urge of um, like when you when you ask yourself what do you want to do in life or which values do you want to give energy or time then um, it is what I do okay yeah we are gonna get back to this podcast topic um, in a little while uh, thank you so um, then let me know Anna what's courage for you you seem to be somebody courageous somebody who does not 
give up. So what's courage for you? From the moment on, I knew that I'm going to talk to you. I've been thinking about this question. What is courage? Also, again, I've never seen myself as very courageous, but I, suddenly when I thought about it, I, th I had like one or twice the moment where I thought, yes, that was courageous, Anna. It's, it's true. And I think courage is uh, to remove your mask. I remember when I, I truly said, okay, I, I can't have a mask on. You know, I remember when I was working at a company, it was like business Anna and private Anna. It was like two different kinds of, uh, still Anna, Anna, but, and I didn't want to do this anymore, even though I never suffered from it, but I realized there was a mask. And uh, when I started to paint my face again and all that, and, and so I think to remove the mask and gently getting there where you don't need it anymore. And I think that's, that is courageous. And uh, for some it's harder, for some it's um, easier. And to get there where you can really show who you are with all your flaws and, and uh, everything. And where you can also not just show who you are, but how you think and show what you do. And you can stand behind it. That's, I think that's really courageous. Then courage also means to me to keep, keep on growing. To, because it's very easy and very comfortable to suddenly arrive a point in your life and you say, you know, that's the, that's the person I am, that's how I am, that's who I am. That's easy. But courageous would be to say, I can still learn, I can still grow, and I can still explore uh, new things about myself. I think that's also very courageous. Then um, another thing is, what I always, and that's really where I think I want to get there if we talk about courage, that is if you believe in yourself or in your idea and no matter what the rest says. I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I think I'm starting to get there because um, I have a team behind my back and they come with ideas and they say, do it like that or do this or try that. And I start really to listen to myself and say, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do this, but I'm going to go for this. And I remember I, I had this idea to, to uh, sell an hourglass. I, I wanted to have a shop and to sell an hourglass. And my team said, it's not just an hourglass, it's also a written letter. <laughs> and for the money and everything, my team said, no, Anna, it, it's, it's, you know, it's not working. And I said, yes, I'm going to have this hourglass. And that's, I thought, oh, that's good. I want to, because I remember once I saw a documentary about Jeremy Scott, a fashion designer, I think from Moschino. And I mean, he wanted to print Ajax bottles, remember Ajax bottles, and everyone said, nobody's going to like that. And he said, I want this and I'm going to do this. And he did it. And today we can say it's one of his most famous um, lines. And I, I remember seeing this, I thought, wow, that's courageous to be able to say, I like it, I want it, even if everyone, your entourage says, no, not going to work. So did you do it? Yeah, I did. I didn't talk uh, a lot about it because it's true. I um, I had in one podcast, I said, uh, if you want an hourglass and a handwritten letter. And I got a few um, um, orders and I was sitting like, when I start to write a letter, even to a stranger one, I write, I mean, I didn't write one page. I wrote five, six pages to everyone. So I spent like, <laughs> I spent evenings sitting there writing letters and I thought, okay, yeah, I just, it's there and I'm happy. Okay, okay, maybe you, I, I order one and I want a letter. <laughs> you get one. Even if it's one page. <laughs> yeah, and do you know the last, because I've been thinking about courage, sorry if I interrupt you. But the last thing I thought, and that's like the third point of being courageous, is to be a beginner again. When you have to start something new, you know you will be a beginner again. And it would be comfortable to say, no, um, 
I'm the time expert, I'm, I'm going to rest in the domain where I'm good, you know. But to accept, to start something new again, I think that's the people who do this, even, you know, uh, no matter the age, that's, I think, very courageous. courageous. Certainly. And yeah. um, certainly a challenge for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The new, the newness is um, yeah. not a matter of fact for everybody. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Anna, and when did you last face up a challenge whereby you really needed courage? And how was time relevant um, in that situation? Yeah, well, um, I am facing a a big challenge right now. And I have to say that COVID-19 has um, really made me start over again. Not only you, there are many others. There are so many others. There are so many others. And um, I feel with them. I really do feel with them. Good, you're not alone. (laughs) That that helps also to know you're not alone. And, uh, And I think there has been worse case even than this but um you know when you have to you're on a good mood you're on a good uh you're having a good business model everything starts to work out and i mean i've been a keynote speaker for the last three years i this was my source of income and suddenly something happens and it just cancels six months out of your income there is you know the next six six months there is no income two or three months that would have been totally different but six months I realized from the beginning on that is just too long and without knowing what happens afterwards I mean uh, is uh, is it going really to be possible to speak on big scenes again in in September we still don't know I was challenged by questioning something I really love to do and which I was working for a lot but it's good you know even it's good to question things. I've always been doing it once a year. We we always planned to question everything, but it was just planned. This one was unplanned. <laughs> but um, I think it was also a chance to put more time into my side projects and to make them a source of income because it can't just be one pillar. I, I don't think so. And so everything suddenly you just challenged by questioning the things you do and um, almost creating a new business model. I think that's something. And I see now, you know, which is it's actually it's a funny story because um, the the podcast that was always a side project. It was never something I thought I'm gonna make an income out or it was just for fun because I love writing. And um, I did it because um, I need to write and it was also good to spread um, my thoughts and ideas about time. But it was for free because I had the other income so I could just do it for fun. And now everything changes and um, so suddenly that's the thing. When you have a side project, now you have to focus maybe on those. Very, very interesting. But I have to say, I, I know... It's, it's from the beginning I thought, okay, either you go down, which is never a possibility for me, um, or you rise up stronger than before. And that's, that's I always chose the latter. I, I'm really, I'm so happy that I'm an optimistic person because I know I, it's going to work. But for this, you have to, you have to keep good energy. You have to take care of yourself that you're able to say, okay, and now take it in your hands again okay so um so the challenge is now and i'm sure you're gonna be um great at um, whatever it's gonna come out <laughs> we're gonna talk about that at the end as well um and let's let's talk about your podcasts and this uh, vlogs they're super cool and you're showing up courageously differently and creatively over and over again each week now, which is that recipe? How can somebody be so creative? And, and how do you find time and focus? Uh, okay. Um, so if we talk about the, the vlog, I have to give the compliment to my husband, Samuel, because um, what I do with the vlog, the vlog is the video I provide and work on the text, but the rest, that's all him. 
um, differently, to be, as you said, differently. That, that's not hard for me. That's my nature. Um, creatively, I have uh, my inspiration sources. And I have to say, I really use them. Inspiration sources which give me creativity. Like I have photography books, uh, a lot of art books, um, documentaries, reading philosophy that's all inspiration for me and sometimes I just have to take a book I I look at two or three pages and something comes up in my mind and so that helps the hardest task is um, as you say is to be on on a weekly basis and uh, which means coming up with a new idea every week (laughs) now the thing is how do you say the factor why it works? I think there are two factors. First of all, is if I say yes to something, then I'll go deep, and and I will go for it. If it is a yes, then it's going to be a yes. If I say I'm going to publish every Sunday, I will publish every Sunday. That's just something I don't know. Um, otherwise, I wouldn't say yes. The the other thing is that it really is a roller coaster ride every single week and I mean I love my mind because it's an idea creating machine but the process of creating a new episode is just so funny and um, may I tell you about it the first thing is there is nothing there is no idea blank and so I have to sit and think and I sit and think, trying to come up with an idea for the next episode. And this can take hours and unfortunately can take up until three days. And, and that's just uh, so the first hours you think, oh, that's so beautiful. You can sit and think and try. But after two and a half days, you think, OK, we're coming closer to the date where we have to film and the text. Not even the idea is there. But then let's say the idea I re- arrives then I have to start to write about it. And there are always two parts. I need to have a story. And then there is to look at the topic with the, with the perspective of time. So then again, I have to sit and think because I have to search for the story. But then when that comes, I start to write. And uh, in the beginning, I feel really good about it. You know, when the idea arrives, you think, oh, that's so good. And you you write and write and write. That's always a very good day because you're really enthusiastic and euphoric. But then, and the thing is, I always forget it. I always forget that it happens because I'm an optimistic person. I think one day it will go away but what happens mostly a day before we will film and record it I will go to Samuel and say we can't do it it's really bad and and he looks at me and he says uh, what's going on I say no we can't publish it's really we can't publish this Sunday it's too bad and this happens every single week, every single week. And then I, he says, he knows, he knows how it works. So he says, no, no, go back and look at your text one again, once again. So I go back and what I do then is I rewrite it. I rewrite the text I have. And often I rewrite it once again. So everything I publish has normally been rewritten once or twice at least. Um, it's never the first version. And then I'm all right with it. And then it's the moment where we can film and then do it. And, you know, the thing is, this roller coaster ride is so exciting with the ups and the downs that I just love this process. I love everything about it. And that's why I keep on doing it. (laughs) Cool. So that means the product we are seeing at the end has got a lot of hard work before it, yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine. Cool. Still, I look forward to every episode of it. And um, I'm sure a lot of other people's too. People too. Um, okay, let's um, get to this uh, topic. If you, if I only had more time, you know how many time people use this kind of excuses in order to be able to do something. Can we create more time for ourselves then? And and if yes, how? How, Anna? Would I create more time for myself? 
Um, well, I think it's about focusing on your values in life. And it's all that matters. It's um, and the values. Um, I believe that we put a lot of importance to stuff which isn't really that important. And a good example is um, I was in Taipei. I worked with a group there with 25 people, uh, Taiwanese people, and we talked about time. And just like two days before I went to Taipei, I had a meeting in Zurich and we were talking about values. It was a lady and she said, I don't have a lot of time. And I said, okay, so let's let's look at your values. And she wanted to look at her 24 hours a day. That it really was a 24 hours day analysis. And she said, this is important for me. This is important for me, this. And she, we had like seven pillars in the end of things which are important for her. And uh, I thought that's like, that's, that's so many. And I said, do you really have to do this every day? And she says, yes, I want to do this every day. And I'm like, okay, okay. And then in the end, I said, okay, now let's count this together. How much time do you need for this pillar, for this and for this and for this? And she said, okay, I need two hours for this. I need 30 minutes for that. And we went on. And in the end, I said, okay, and now put it all together. And uh, a day has 24 hours. But what she wanted to experience in her day and what she wanted to put in there, it was 31 hours. So it doesn't work. I mean, I looked at her and said, and you ask me why you feel stressed? Because it doesn't work. It's just, it's an absolute misbalance. And then I went to Taiwan and in Taiwan, it was the opposite. All 25 people I was working with, they had three pillars, three. That's it. Family, work and friends. That's it. I asked them, don't you have a hobby? No, no, no hobby. Is, is meeting friends a hobby? I say, uh, doesn't matter. Um, three things. And I learned so much in this week over there because I saw how they were, uh, these 25 people, they were really relaxed. And I thought we, that's the thing. We we think a value is um, I don't know. If, I mean, she was she was going to book uh, book club readings once a week. She was going to fitness every single day and all that. It was just and it was she was accumulating and it was too much. And uh, I always say for myself, I have like three pillars and that is body, mind, soul. I want to. Every day I want to see that my body, my mind and my soul can get something. And uh, so, yeah, focus on your values. Uh, say no to the rest. I know it's hard, but um, I, I think the coronavirus helped people to say no in the future. I hope so. And do the things because you want to do them and not because you think you should do them. So, um, so yes, we can create more time for ourselves. Yes, we can. We can. Absolutely. Oh. I think it's related with my next question as well, which is, um, yeah, take the courage and, and own your own time. Oh. Yeah. How can you own your own time? Because, you know, you see a lot of people's agenda being driven by a lot of other people. So what do you say on that? How can people own their own time well i mean i love this question i've never ever been asked this question and uh doria i love it and you have to own it there is no other way and that's exactly what you are saying it is your time and you should never ever forget that it is your time and nobody else's and of course we have often the feeling that we are directed from external Let's just say um, if you are employed and uh, you have a job, you have um, you have to be all right with it. Even you can't say, OK, I'm going to spend now eight hours doing the job, um, but it's like others time. It's not. This is also your time and you own it also when you have a job and where you spend eight hours. Um, it's not 
we should not think that it is time we are giving to a company. No, uh, if you look at that way, then it's a lot of waste of time. Because those eight hours, they are yours as well. Because otherwise you also think that there is the time for the company, the work time, and that, and afterwards there is me time and there is time for others. No, it's always me time. It's um, no matter what you do, it's always you. It's always you own your time. And I mean, that's why when I was employed and uh, I was working in a company, it was important for me to feel that it is my time. Even if I was um, directed by, by my boss, um, I still felt I'm always going to speak up. I'm always going to enjoy or to try to enjoy what I'm doing or just, you know, just take it, just feel it. Because, um, as you say, we own our time and we have to remind ourselves all the time all the time yeah a lot of people probably um, um do not do miss to not to do it being somewhere in an office mean you know i'm working is not my time but you can grow in that time you can make the best out of that time for yourself exactly um, and uh yeah yeah related to the next topic i want to discuss with you as well was um start with the time you have and not with the one you do not have yeah Mm -hmm. A lot of people complain about not having it, but what do you do with the time we have? Although we talk, you know, about this other aspects of it. Any advice on this? This the time well, we have available to us? Well, I think it's it's also a mindset. It's uh, you always have time, always. Time isn't running away. Time is just ticking next to you. It's just there. It's just there all the time. As long as, I always say, as long as my heart is beating, uh, my time is there. It doesn't exist not to have time. And it is a mindset to, to believe that time is always there. It's now up to you how you want to fill it or what you don't want to do with it or how you want to spend it. And um, wait, well, my notes were about, yeah, um, just a few days ago, I read it again and I thought, oh, that's so good. And we could do the same with time. If we should invest money into a business, we will do a cost benefit analysis. Now, what if we do the same with our time? That's, you know, if you think I'm going to invest time now in this, is the benefit good enough? And only if the benefit is good enough, you're going to say yes to this. Otherwise, you're not going to do it. And I love this thinking. And uh, but that means that time is always there. There is no time you don't have. Then it's um, it's not in your priorities or it's not in your really. In your values, it's. Um, Time is always there. That's true, but yeah. we do, but we do let influence ourselves and our time budget by other people. I mean, maybe one party we can't we can't um, avoid that. Mm. But I I think in a practical way in daily life, especially when we work and we are in offices and in organizations, we live in a family. We have got other people around us. So um, I, um, it could be that it's a challenge to really own it, you know, yeah. but at least to take it in your hand, to drive it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and um, as you said, um, there, I mean, we plan our money, we plan our budgets, everything is planned and we should do the same with time, you know, and also, if you say, yes, I want to spend time with my family, then I think a good discussion with the family could be, how do we want to spend our time together? And, and also make a conversation out of this. How do we want to spend time together? Uh, same at work. I remember when I was getting unhappy at work, I went to my boss, I said, it's bad. I'm, I'm starting to be unhappy. What, what can, what can I do something? What shall I do? You know? And, and I remember this discussion and it was such a good conversation. And, and also, um, because it is my time, it is, and we have to feel, find ways of try to make really the best out of it because, um, life is too short to, 
to be in an unhappy situation for too long. Uh, the unhappy situations, they will be there, but um, we have to get up again and and keep on going again. Yeah, I mean, you're so right. So there's so many people just doing the job and works they do not like or have been doing for a long time and they're unhappy and they still keep just continuing um, for the sake of whatever reasons. Um, I mean, okay, now is a special time uh, crisis, but nevertheless, this this courage to say, at least start and talk about it, at least do something about it and not sit and wait because by doing that, nothing is gonna happen. And that takes courage to really take it in your hand. Yeah, exactly. Anna, tell me, do you think that time and courage change with age somehow, our perception of, of time and courage? Do you think that changes? Well, I've been thinking about this question a long time and my answer is still, I don't know. <laughs> That's oh, really? good. The courage is, I don't know. <laughs> I really thought, I thought, okay, are we maybe getting more courageous with age or what what if I suddenly get too comfortable and think oh no I don't want to be courageous anymore I had all scenarios in my head I had them all and and I thought I have no idea the perspective of time yes it changes this I know because um, as if we live in a routine and often it starts when uh, when you start when you build a house and you ha- start to have a family and then those routines start and with every single year passing by you say oh time just gets it runs faster and faster with every year and the thing is that is because we if you think back to the last year what have you experienced in the last year you will maybe not come up as many adventures than you had before when you were traveling around and and having an apartment there and then there and that's the the that's the change of perspective of time so routine we say routine is actually a good thing for stability and and strength but routine can also be a little bit a time killer as long as you're good in your routine and i've seen now my last two months uh they were just filled with routine and I loved it so but um, it changes that you think that time runs faster that's that's sure I think same applies for courage Uh, you know you can you can break patterns and you can break habits with courage and if you start if you keep doing that through your life then you can be the master of your courage and it's like you can master your time you can also master your courage and live with it and and um, do things out of your comfort zone um, mm-hmm. you know do or go or decide for experiences you would have not done otherwise um, and so on so um, mm-hmm. I think the same applies mm-hmm. for, for courage too so yeah, oh, yeah. very interesting very yeah. interesting yeah oh. cool okay oh. Anna what advice or which tools and inspiration would you want to give to people so they can live and use their time courageously? Well, I think that a possibility here, uh, there are many ways, I think, but I thought um, if I have to give one advice, I would start to do this experiment and uh, think about the limited time. I know that could be uh, something where some people say, no, I just... I, I'm scared of death. I don't want to. I don't want to think about my limited time because, yeah, it it can be a scary thing, but it can also be something very motivating. And um, I mean, this is a thought I have every single day. Every single day, I think, how much time do I still have? And I don't know. And this keeps me trying to do the best out of every single day. And um, it really is, I think, if you can see every single day as a gift um, and if you think, you know, you don't have to put in too much of things into your day. It just do 
create some moments which do you some good. And if you start to create moments which um, are good for you or your soul or, or, um, or, or your body or mind, then you start to create more of those moments. And um, I think creating moments, just one a day and then starting to do more of them, it's something where you can feel you're starting to use time wisely. And um, I think with the thinking or with the thought of the limited time, you're going to be more courageous. That's I, I'm sure. I'm sure you're going to think, OK, I'm going to I don't know how much, you know, the bucket list. It's I mean, it's a good thing, but it scares me because I always think um, the bucket list is something um, it's going to happen in six months or in a year or in 10 years, you know, and um, no. If you think, I don't know how much time you have, you start to react a little bit more actively. And uh, if you have an idea in your head um, since a long time and you've never had the courage to start it, uh, I think the moment you start to think about your limited time every single day, you start to think, okay, why not? Let's try this. Yeah, I think I, I love your idea of thinking moments. Because it breaks this this huge topic of yeah. time where everybody is complaining and this time, you know, but it's about the moment now. I, I love that. That has helped me a lot to kind of think differently. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Our last question, Anna. What about the future? Have you got a bold vision of of, of the future for your time projects for for you you want to share it with us well i'm happy to share it and also thank you for the occasion uh yeah i will start with my members club which is the i call it the universe of time and uh, you will find articles in there you will find videos and online courses and the extended version of my podcast it's really you should go in there and think oh, what shall i do today do i want to hear something do i want to read something do i just want to sit back and listen yeah. i just imagine this universe I, yeah it's oh, yeah i look forward to it yeah, me too, me too. And it's going to be growing with the years. It's now this is just the start. And it's very easy. It's it's very cheap, I have to say, because I uh, it's very important for me that all my followers have um, can have access to it. It was important for me that everyone can have access to this universe of time. So that's the first thing. I will be writing books. That is uh, for sure. Yeah, I, I, you, you shared that with me. How, how far is that book? The first one. It was, it was completely um, cancelled because of the virus. Because um, I was just able to write a book because I had an income on the side and. But uh, suddenly without this, I knew uh, th th this is going to take me like a year to write this book. So I knew it has. I have to put it on the side, but. You know, it's it's knocking on my little uh, head every single day. It says, write me, write me, write me. But um, go for it. Take <laughs> I will. I will. And I, I'm sure I'm going to be writing a few books. That's uh, because I do write every day. So and then another, if you said bold um, project, then I can tell you about my um project about an exhibition a time exhibition and it's going to be called find time or something it's going to be like a festival it's gonna it's a, a huge exhibition which is going to take one month every year you know and uh, but that is like um, I've been doing the calculations and we talk about the one million dollar project so 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 it has to wait a little bit. Uh, it needs a little bit more time. But, um, you know, that's the other thing. Every idea I had, somehow I realized it. And uh, so I'm just going to put it there. I know that this one day this exhibition will come. Maybe not as planned, but different. But it will come. And uh, and sorry, um, now I'm, I'm talking too much. But... There is one other project going on, and this is starting right now. So it's a project called The Camp, uh, where three beautiful ladies and myself help uh, people to start a project or a vision 
you always had in your mind and uh, you're going to be online one week um, before we're going to start working with you then one week at the camp and one week afterwards so it's really if you have a project if you have a vision that's the place uh, where you can um, go and that's called the camp there's a lot to come but that's uh, enough from from my side i i i'm always blushing when i'm talking too much from my projects well, I'm, you know, I'm asking you, so it sounds really <laughs> inspiring. So I'm, I look forward to this universe and to see more about your camp and to the exhibition. Maybe you want to do it virtually first before you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> take people to this virtual journey. Yeah. Um, cool. That was my last question, Anna. Did you expect to hear any question which I didn't ask? I didn't ask those classical questions. I think you have answered those now. Yeah, exactly. And that was I was so when I when I read your questions, I I just started to write and think and I was very um uh very happy to get your questions and uh really thank you for taking your time to prepare them because um they are not usual questions and uh, I love them. <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much. Hey, Anna, how do people reach out to you when they want to contact you? Where do, you, do they, can they contact you through? You find everything on uh, Uh That's also where you can um, write an email or that's, uh, I'm on Instagram and I'm a little bit everywhere. The thing, I'm, I'm a poor in answering fast. I answer, but it takes time. <laughs> That's it. You're owning your time. You're not yeah. letting your time budget being uh, used by other people. That's yeah. a good thing. <laughs> so that was a huge pleasure, Anna. Thank you so much. Hey, people, if you want to talk to Anna, just reach out to her. She's going to get back to you at any time. <laughs> it just takes time. AnnaYellen.com. Um, uh, subscribe for her beautiful podcasts every week uh, fresh idea and a lot of inspiration a lot of creativity and uh, yeah Anna we're going to stay in touch thank you so much it was thank a you, fun talk it's such a pleasure and such an honor to, to be on takethecourage.com really yeah great great work what you do yeah thank you I'm growing I'm growing <laughs> <laughs> hey we stay in touch thank you so much and hey people if you want to get more courage uh, be more courageous in your work um, then just get in touch with me uh, yeah <laughs> subscribe uh, take the courage.com and um, yeah uh, see you soon bye bye I hope you liked the interview Next week, I will be back with my normal format, where I will take you to special places and where I will be as thought-provoking as possible. Let's open up those minds, shall we? But for now, have a lovely day, take care and bye. And by the way, the members club is almost done. I need to understand a few technical things and when this is done, we will launch the universe of time. And I'm very excited. Bye-bye.